0: Plushcare.com slash weightloss. Here at the Shane Oliver Experience, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, the Turrbal and Yagara people. We pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Hello again everybody, welcome to another episode of the Shane Oliver Experience. How are you, Tegan?
1: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: Good, good. It's been a crazy, crazy time as per usual. Every time I come in to sit down and record, it feels like something stupid happens in the world. Uh, But we're not going to really focus on that right now. We're going to find out who you are and what you do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Tegan, you uh you started doing at the drive pin is yep. that right yep. and you also work under the team glasses record label as well yeah um what else what else is it that you've been dabbling in at the moment are they the two main things that you're doing right now
1: um they're the two fun things two fun <laughs> things <laughs> um i also work for an airline um, and due to covid i got um uh, retail job on the side. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, and then, yeah, I do the pin badge business at home and the record label.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Impressive that you managed to keep a job with um, the airline as well. Yeah. How did that, how did that, because uh, uh, last I heard is that they were culling people left, right and centre from there.
1: They did. We got rid of a lot of people. Um, it was Really sad because it's not like somebody retires or leaves for another job, and you have a party for them and you get to say goodbye.
0: That's right. Yeah, it
1: was just like one day, eighty percent of our staff are gone. And
0: so, what was the never see them again? (laughs) What was the where? So where in the department that you worked in? How many people uh, was there when you were working, and how many were uh, are there now?
1: Oh, I'm not sure. I'm ground crew at Brisbane Airport, yeah. so um, I dispatch flights. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so we got rid of a lot of – sorry, saying got rid of sounds really awful. <laughs> oh, we, under- um, we
0: understand the concept. Like, yeah. It, it really sucks, but yeah.
1: So, yeah, quite quite a few people um, took voluntary redundancy mm-hmm. and we had a few rounds of that um, and I considered that as well because I've – been with the airline for over 10 years now so oh shit, yeah it was a nice little payout amount that it was gonna Ooh, be <laughs> tempt, quite tempting yeah but um, I wanted to stay like I'm passionate about aviation as well so yeah okay yeah uh,
0: what was that uh, an early childhood thing as well like that you got into was it that you wanted to work on them or just be around them sort of thing
1: I think everybody always wants to be a pilot. Oh,
0: yeah, at some point, yeah. They think Um, they can be a pilot. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah, no, it wasn't like something that I always wanted to do. But as soon as I started working for the company, um, I was sold. Uh, I started working in the finance department, Mm -hmm. um, doing banking. And even just being, you know in an area like that that sort of doesn't have a lot to do with the actual planes or, you know, anything that happens like that. It was still, you know, a culture that you wanted to be a part of. Yeah. Um, The whole airline feels like a big family and, yeah, and then I I moved across into um, ground operations. Right. Yeah, and...
0: And what's, so that's different, well, obviously different from doing the, crossing the I's and dotting the T's, whatever you call it. Yeah. What, what, that's what, is that what kept you, was that what they offered outside of uh, the voluntary sort of thing since you stayed on? Was that a, was that a sort of thing that they gave you the offer to do as well?
1: Well, so I did, I started off in finance, but I only did that for a year and a half. And then I transferred to ground operations mm-hmm. and then I worked um, as regional and international airports coordinator for Jesus about four years. It's a really long title. Sounds, yeah. Sounds really important. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't. Um, and then, yeah, I wanted to get some um, operational experience. Yeah. Um, you know, where it all happens at the airport. So, went out there.
0: You go – I mean, just the whole – the the wheel and how it works at those places too like just I, I've got no idea obviously I've I've flown on I've never been overseas though I've never have you no no I'm still. I'm still a virgin in that department. (laughs) Uh, But I have been on, I have been over to Perth and and I've been down to Melbourne and Sydney. I've been, I've only been to Sydney once though. I'd like to go and check that place out again at some point when things go back to, I I don't even, but that's the thing too. Like even with the, uh, everything coming back to normal again, in the sense that you can travel to more places, I don't really feel keen to do it. There's not really too, like that's, that's me though. That's not obviously everybody else, but.
1: Well, I used to travel a lot just to see bands play. Yeah. Um, Especially if a band that I really liked from overseas did an Australian tour. Mm. Uh, Because I work for the airline and I get super cheap flights or free flights, um, I would take every opportunity. Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, if they're coming all the way to Australia, I would go to the Sydney and the Melbourne show and the Brisbane show.
0: Oh, yeah, Because sometimes
1: you don't know when when or if bands will ever come back to Australia again, so. That's true. Yeah. That's
0: true. I've, I, in quick successions though, does it feel, I, I mean, I haven't, I've only done that a couple of times uh, where there've been like a sunny coast show and then uh, a Brisbane show and then maybe a Gold Coast show. I've done that sort of thing before where they've, they've been on tour yeah. and they've done the, the East Coast part there and they'll be in Queensland for a few days or whatever and that's their run. Yeah. I've done that a couple of times, but even then like when if it's your favorite band I suppose, like you yeah, you really you're going to do it regardless, but if yeah. there's like a headline or, or a support band that you haven't seen as much or have heard or heard of per se, does it kind of diminish the overall show in your eyes sort of thing? It's not really a dig on the supporting band, but like say you're not there to see them per se. You're you're there to see the ma- the, the headliner.
1: Yeah. Well, if if they're good, I'll watch them the second time or the yeah. third time. If they're not,
0: I'll <laughs> just go have get beer a Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that, that's oh, that's commitment though. But I suppose since you had free flights, yes, that's bullshit. <laughs> I
1: actually yeah took advantage of that. Um. A few years ago, and flew to America just for two weeks to go to a festival. Um, it was called Crazy Fest.
0: Crazy Fest, okay.
1: And my favorite band was playing. So I just thought, why not? Yeah. Um, and so this, the festival went for three days. Um, so many good bands on the lineup and yeah I stopped over in vegas while i was there as well and i caught um, jimmy eight world at the house of blues oh really so that was awesome yeah a trip just solely for the purpose of indulging in music it was well, great
0: i mean yeah that's that's the goal isn't it yes. really just to <laughs> just to get and see your favorite bands as much as you possibly can yep. and getting involved in the in the industry itself too uh in as small or as, as, as little or as, as big as I, uh, I should say, uh, with, you know, uh, especially like with the DIY stuff, like badges, like with at the drive business this is where I'm leading to obviously, yes. <laughs> uh, I, that whole, that's, that's how they start too. like with, 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 with the smaller bands, like an easy way to add to someone's collection of music memorabilia, right? Yes. Badges are one of the easiest things that you could do, yes. right?
1: it's cheap. Um, yeah, it's easy to collect. It's, it's cheap to make as well. Um, it's something that I have a memory of since high school, mm-hmm. badges. I remember um, skipping a period in high school so that I could – Race home and make the final bid on some newfound glory badges from eBay, Um, and I got them. And that was they were my pride and joy. Just four little badges.
0: When and sorry, when when did that that fascin well not fascination but that obsession come for wanting to collect the badges and like what's the process behind making them to begin with anyway?
1: Um. So. You've got to design um, what you actually want on the badge mm-hmm. um, and obviously it has to be in a circle. Um, sometimes it's as easy as cutting and pasting an image like an album cover. Okay. Um, other times you've got to mess around with it and, you know, to get it the way you want it and to fit on there properly. Um, then I get them printed at Officeworks then okay. you've got to cut out each individual circle with, like, a, a circle cutter machine.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Um, then you have the badge-making machine, and I use um, three different parts that put it together. Okay. So, um, you use, like, a metal circle, then you put the circle image on top, then, like, a plastic sheet, um, and then um, the actual pin back onto it yeah yeah so it i mean if you're just making them in quick succession it's it's a really easy process but from start to finish of designing it going and getting it printed Mm -hmm. and then making them and then taking photos of them listing them online it's quite a long process (laughs) so
0: the process of making them is definitely the more enjoyable part of it
1: yeah i mean i i I like making pins of bands that I love Mm -hmm. um, just so I can represent them on my jacket or my badge or – sorry, my bag. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Badge, badge, badge. Um, But, yeah, I mean all I tend to wear is band T-shirts and hoodies and tote bags that represent the bands that I love. So it's just another added way to – Show support, I guess.
0: I never used to be a – I don't even really have, like, a big collection of badges now, but since you guys started, that's the only reason why I have badges now too. Yeah. Uh, my Slayer bag now has just got, like, a run, and now it's going to have another six. And plus I've got uh, Emma from Emetic Art. Emetic Art, sorry. Uh, she just did a show at Netherworld. She's still got some of her designs up puss <laughs> fantastic uh, artwork is really really detailed and it's got that gruesome sludgy slimy look stuff like yep. to it and has got a bunch of badges of her as well so i got another five there got another five tonight so it's starting to look pretty good now yeah you know and that as well as the cassette collection i think when i put up a picture i don't know how long ago it was now there was, I think, you said there was something like twenty five or twenty six that I got from you guys or whatever yeah. from Team Gra- uh, Glasses, and I was like, "Well, fucking hurry up, <laughs> <laughs> bring some more out." I know it's the uh, the old make them yourself sort of way, like because it's the res- you use recycled cassettes, yeah,
1: yeah. So we like to upcycle mm-hmm. cassettes. Um, so we go around to op shops. And we have some deals with some little old ladies that work at the off shops. <laughs>
2: yep.
1: Um. So every time someone brings in their old cassette collection, they put them aside in a tub for us, and then we I need to go to
0: some of these off shops. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. So then we go and collect them, and then we go through each of them. We throw away the um, case on it because they're usually all old and grimy, um, and then we assess each tape to make sure it's. The the quality is okay for taping over it. Um, So we end up throwing away a whole bunch that aren't suitable. But um, it's really funny when we go through what we've got from the op shop. Like, you know, there's Mariah Carey or (laughs) look, Honestly, I would would take
0: some of these. Honestly, who cares? There there are some cool ones that we've
1: we've kept because they're just too funny to get rid of.
0: I just saw online recently that JB starting to do cassettes. Right? Oh, really? Yes, but the problem is though they're like, well, the advertising is like, cassettes are coming back in fashion, blah blah blah, and of course that's what they lead with because that's how they can justify putting a stupid price on one cassette, right? Yeah. How much, much are th- they selling them for? The cheapest was like twenty bucks. Oh. Yeah garbage yeah i would not pay that much for it like if it's a legit like l- limited edition one or something like that or if it was actually a good artist yeah. that they had uh selling there then yeah maybe that might justify and at least i won't have to wait for the shipping and all that but yeah that was the minimum price and i'm like oh man really?
1: see we i mean obviously the recycling aspect is is good for us, you know, helping the environment. Um, but also that's a way that we can keep the cost down um, for a band to be able to put their music out. Yeah, yeah, minimising tape. the – yeah. And, um, I mean, Adam's the, the handyman of the label and he creates, um, you know, the layout of the tape. Yeah. Um, and he gets printed um, labels for either side. Yeah. So – Yeah, he uh, records the um, music onto the cassette and then um, cuts it to length so that when you're, you, you know, when you used to, you know, tape something from the radio and your tape would be a certain length so you'd only get... You know, half a song at the end, or
0: oh, I'm super shit. I haven't like done. That. I haven't done. You haven't done d- that. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, well, I'm only I'm only getting into all this sort of shit now. That I'm starting to like build up collections of uh, cassettes, and I've now got one of these like uh, modernized vinyl players, right? Where it can play a cassette, it can play a vinyl on it, and it's also got Bluetooth. CDs. Does it do CD? I it? don't think it does CD. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm a bit spewing about that, but yeah. I from I bought a. Bloody! What do you call them? Those hi-fi systems or Wi-Fi systems? Back when I was working at the Good Guys, like fucking seven, eight years ago, still works and it still crunches. Like yeah. it still sounds so good. So I'm not bummed. Yeah. I have that set up <laughs> now. I can play cd still uh, on on that big bad boy, and then I've got my new device now, which has the cassette player and vinyl and stuff. So now I'm starting to get. Uh, I'm starting a vinyl collection. I've already yeah. got one. I've got another one on the way. It was a split with a band called Blinded and someone else. Uh, it was. It was. It was like on a sale section. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just grab it. Yeah. <laughs> and you see, you see, even if they're s- not not super cheap, but when you see when like seven inches or twelve inches like sort of go on sale, you kind of want to just get that for the sake of it because. They're not that cheap, regardless, right? You know, like yeah. for a good one, you're not you're not paying you're not paying a C for a CD or a cassette or anything like that. It's
1: well, I love using um, Discogs because you can. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a friend of mine who's in one of the bands on our label, <laughs> um, Tommy from Idle Threat, um, yeah, got me onto Discogs. So you can type in um, the band and search for the release. And if it's a vinyl, um, you can search for the like the colour variant and Oh, and really? Yeah, and you cool. can pop it in, like add it to your collection and it will tell you how much that release is worth.
0: Oh, wow, okay. Yeah,
1: and it tells you if anyone's selling one. So if you're looking for something in particular, um, you can go on there and search and mm-hmm. find it. But it's really interesting to know, like, if you pick up something for $5 and then you plug it into their... You know, five years later it's all of a sudden it's worth two hundred dollars. Yeah. That's oh, what people are paying for it. I
0: have a story about that as well because when I got this new device for my birthday, it it just in it sent off a switch in my old man's head and he was like, Shit, I have vinyls downstairs and he went down to go grab a couple and he had gotten the reader's reader's digest version and it's like an eight vinyl set of the Beatles, like Discog, like you're talking about then. But it was like, I don't understand like too much about that whole uh, issue or when it came out or how you got that one. But when he told me that, and I'm looking at it, the box is a a little bit sort of like sunken in at the front sort of thing. That's just, I think, warping from age, uh, I guess, because it's so fucking old. But he hasn't played them. He hasn't played them once. So they were still in their wow. plastic inside and shit. And I'm like, dude, that's like mint condition. That's so I,
1: Yeah, that's a whole other thing as well that you can go into on Discogs. You can plug in if um, it's unopened or not been listened to. Well, oh, yeah, and like then so for a worth more and yeah, Yeah.
0: And so that made me jump online to see how much that vinyl collection, and like the minimum price is like 300 bucks or something like that for that. And yeah. I'm like, in in a part of my head, I'm like thinking that's eight vinyls or something like that. That that seems like a bit of a bit of a step down, you know. But then mm. I was like, well, it's not a very rare collection, apparently. So yeah. if it's not too rare, then obviously it's not going to be worth as much. But you know, being pretty much practically mint condition, though, yeah. I think he could probably get a fair bit for it, but I also don't want him to get rid of it because I want to play it. No, No. I love the Beatles, (laughs) but I also don't. It's such a –
1: Everything that I buy, every record, like I I find it interesting to to see how much people will pay for it or how much it's worth, Mm -hmm. but I know that I'm never going to get rid of it. Yeah. You know, it's a piece of, you know, music that's important to me at a particular time in my life. Yeah. So I want that forever.
0: Yeah, I I, t- I I agree with that as well. Especially if it's an art- like if it's an artist that means something to you in, in a certain way, whether it's being uh, listening to them during tough times or great times, you you form sort of like a a bond in a way to that artist. So when you see yeah. stuff come out or merch, music, you have that attachment to them because you feel like they helped you through tough or fun times, yeah. in one or the other, you know. And yeah, I, I I agree with that as well. I've got my collection's not going to go any smaller. It's no. only ever going to get bigger. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. I've got some now that, uh, you know, like like you say, uh, they'll they'll sell out and they won't be repressing them again or re-releasing et cetera. And I'm like fuck you, I have a copy. Yeah. You know, and I just got my hands recently on a shit grinder cassette split uh from pip yeah uh black Blood. he's like i don't think there's any more of these like going around so if you have one good on you i'm like oh why are you giving me one he's like because you started this ridiculous collection and yeah. it's good to see it grow now and i'm like fuck oh shucks you and he also gave us a descent one as well that those were fucking bangers as well so i jammed them out and yeah just awesome and like got people over and you can show them this collection just be like oh you pull this one out oh oh, i don't know if you should try that one might not be your taste oh yeah yeah you might enjoy that but it's it's always like a what what can i listen to or what can i what do you want to have a listen to if you want to show it to them I, i just love every aspect of that right now
1: yeah and that's one thing i really like about our label as well um everything's a limited quantity so you know, we'll do a release for a band, and we might only do thirty tapes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once we sell out, that's it. We're not we're not doing another run because mm-hmm.
0: it's. I know. I'm actually kind of really spewing about that too because one once for one he's already replaced a tape for me, uh, but. And that was the Algamortis one. I don't know how I broke that one, but Adam sent me a replacement, so that was awesome. But not long after that, I fucked up again and I broke up. I broke the um, grid flex spit and nail split. And uh, yes. And there's, like, not the actual case or anything, but the tape. And I don't know how I did it. I don't remember now because it was so long ago, but it's no good anyway. Well,
1: we still have all our master...
0: Oh, sweet. So, yeah. so I we'll, will... We'll sort that out. Yeah, first. I've got... I've <laughs> still got, ev- like, the case, everything. It's all sweet. There's no rips, so you can still use the inside and everything. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll chuck... I'll throw some coin your way to, <laughs> to make oh, up for it. Oh, don't worry. No, no. It's, <laughs> you you got to go out of your way to redo one. You know, it's only fair. It's... And... You, everybody needs the coin in order to keep on going, you know. If you that's true. That's, that's, how, that's how it is at the moment anyway. If you're not hustling, you're, you're falling behind and it's fucking hard.
1: Well, we don't actually make any money from the label mm. um, and that's by choice. Mm-hmm. I think there is a big opportunity there to make money from mm. the label but that's not really what's important to us yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm not musically talented at all. So (laughs) (laughs) this is, um, I can't be in a band. So this is my way of contributing to my music scene. Yeah. Um, and you know, if I was in a band, you know, like all my friends are in bands, they don't make money. Like
0: not unless you get to that point and it's very fucking hard to get to that point. Yeah.
1: But, and the other thing is, would you join a band to make money? Like that's not that's not the purpose of why you do it. You do it to make music that you enjoy and Absolutely. spend time with your mates and put on some shows and have some fun. So I'm personally not in it to make a quick buck out of it. It's yeah. more about getting it out there helping helping friends get their music out there
0: building a relationship as well like with the music community and knowing that you guys will be doing everything uh in your power to make it as i guess wholesome and as diy and as giving back i guess to the to the scene that you know like you said you since you're not playing in it and not in a part in it that way, this is the way that I can do, uh, yeah. this is this is my way of helping and giving back. And it's it's hard too because you it, at the end of the day, you want to kind of be able to make that money back in a certain way. But you kind of almost feel like you, you sell your soul a little bit when you're trying to uh, make money to – what's the saying fucking you got to spend money to make money or that sort of bullshit yeah it and then in order to do that yeah and it's such a big a big leap in the music industry to do that too because yeah. it's so and it's not a dig on it it's just such a vol- uh, volatile industry where yeah. there's like as we've just experienced now uh, with with the covid restrictions and how vastly fucking one-sided it is in terms of some of the restrictions. Like, yeah. you can go and have a full fucking stadium watching footy right now. Yeah. But restrictions... But you have
1: can't a, have a dance at, that's at a show. That's
0: only just happened at this time of the recording. Yeah. Right? And that's ridiculous. There's been, you know, like, Kenny from King Lear's had, has had to have a cap of, like, 50 people or some shit in his place. Yeah. I get like it's a small dive bar so what do you expect but also like he's trying to make a fucking living yeah for christ's sake yeah and around the corner you've got the beat with a ridiculously long ass cue i I think it was maybe a week or two ago i was maybe it was actually a little bit longer it was uh, i saw western pleasure play at Western pleasure and um, at the, the main, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I, remember I walked past you. Fucking, at that's that right, gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit, <laughs>
0: I was, I, I, I would have gotten there and remembered that too. Yeah. I was getting there. <laughs> I was having a hard enough time remembering who the fucking bands were, and just the ridiculous line that was waiting to get into the beat just up the road, like it was fucking fifty meters long. Yeah, and yet. Kenny can only have fifty people in his fucking place. Yeah. Like I, I as I said, I get it. It's a smaller bar, but just that vast difference of what is important in the eyes of the the upper the upper people is just we mean fucking nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah, we mean fucking nothing compared to them because this is what we're getting right now. Yeah. It's not cool, but no. I'm really glad now that at least we can kind of get back to some normalcy too, that we can get up and do that shit. Uh, we can actually not to worry about sitting down or getting told, no, you can't have fun right now and you just got to sit and watch.
1: Well, we just had to postpone um, the rage and histamine shows. That's
0: right, yeah. Yeah,
1: because we were going to have to make it seated um, with no dancing and...
0: Wasn't it going to be this like this week of the recording or something? Yeah. And, yeah, it was, wasn't it? And, and um,
1: they're not really sit-down,
0: no-moving
1: no. No type of bands, so...
0: <laughs> like, you could still enjoy it and get into it, but the energy would be different. Yeah. And you could absolutely see some people want to be just, like, throwing down in their seats yeah. and wanting to throw their chairs. Yeah. That's probably not a good idea. Yeah, I so... Think it's, yes, <laughs> it's hard
1: for bands as well to, you know, they feed off the crowd. So yeah, if exactly. there is no energy there or they're too far away because they're seated, it's harder for them to, you know, get the right vibe and then put on a good show.
0: That's right, yeah. yeah. And, and the 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 heavier music in particular too, they thrive off that shit. It's yeah. just a different energy. Yeah. Like you can still experience, like, like I don't know how, well, you go and see uh let's go the old pop punk ways right Newfound glory Hello. right <laughs> for for this example you're not going to see throwdown pits or wall of deaths or anything like that with no. them you're going to see a lot of moshing and, and jumping about and crowd po- surfing pogo
1: moshing up what? and up and down on the spot yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you're not going to see any of that throwdown stuff with, with those guys. Yeah. It's a different energy. You're going to be getting all that. You're going to have people going nuts in that way, whereas people expecting that sort of energy from a hardcore show yeah. should wear a helmet and have fun because yeah. you're in for a good time. Well, I wouldn't say you're in good for a good time, but... <laughs> You're in for a time, yeah, because it's just a different energy it It's the same when you go to like death metal shows as well. there's a lot more of the pushing shoving sort of pits and yeah but s-
1: it's a it's a loving pushing shoving it absolutely <laughs> is,
0: and hardcore shows are it's another more of an intense kind of energy, it's like short bursts of it sort of thing, yeah, and then yeah, you've got your crowd surfing mixed in with jumping up and down, like, they're all different energies for different genres, and some of them don't gel at all if you have to be limited to your movement. Yeah. You know, I could – I guess it would still be kind of hard to sit down and watch, say, New Found Glory play because you'd still be wanting to bop and do that, but you'd be – I think you'd be more inclined to sit down and watch them play than you would be to watch a hardcore show sitting down sort of thing.
1: Yeah, well, it's been really interesting – through COVID with bands doing live streams.
0: That was weird. I yeah, yeah.
1: I saw um, like a band that I'm really into at the moment, um, movements. They, mm-hmm. they did a live stream and it, like the sound quality was great. Their playing was perfect, mm-hmm. but there just wasn't that vibe there because they were playing to no one. So it it's just really hard to fake it's, that.
0: It's weird. It's it's all like all all uh, credit to those who did it. Yeah. And there was oh, I some still great I
1: still enjoyed it, but yeah, yeah, there was definitely something missing um, from say YouTube sets exactly. that I've watched in the past where there's a crowd and they're so into it, singing every word. And jumping up and down, stage diving.
0: Exactly, yeah. you miss out on a lot of elements when you don't get the face value, and it's it's definitely been exposed, I guess, with with everything that's gone down too. And in so many industries, we've worked out now that when you get limited to to any capacity or you have to shut down, you're fucked. Yeah, and that's that shouldn't be the case either. It's yeah. there should be something in place. I. I'm, I don't want to delve into it at all. Like it's not a political bullshit thing that we're talking about, but it's just you feel kind of it's you almost feel like it's one hurdle after the other yeah. sort of thing. Especially you're already trying to it's or, it's already a hard enough industry to try and get a foothold in, yeah. And then on top of everything else going on in the world, you got to deal with you just kind of. Sometimes feel like there's just it's there's so much to take on. Yeah. Like how do you how do you motivate yourself to do that sort of thing? And I guess the same. Do you, do you have do you have feelings like that sometimes or recently with everything that's been going on?
1: Um. Definitely. Uh, I mean, personally, there's there've been so many struggles, mm-hmm. um, with COVID and so many of my. Friends have struggled, um, and like we've lost a lot of people in yeah in yeah. the in the music scene, the Australian music scene um, from depression. Yeah, um, yeah, it's been it's been a real yeah a really hard thing. Um, I mean, look at like Crowbar at the moment; it's so in Sydney, like they're struggling so much and it's such an important place to so many people. Um, yeah. And they're at the verge of closing their doors. And
0: I think the last I saw, they'd raised something like $70,000 and I don't know, there's, there's a part of me as well that thinks that a, Business like that shouldn't have to fundraise in order to stay alive.
1: No, like they should be getting government assistance,
0: or have they had any to begin with? And what was it? Was it? What did they get?
1: I, I'm not. Was
0: it minimal? Was you it couldn't.
1: You couldn't quote me on it, but I don't think they've had a lot, if any. I'm support, not so.
0: surprised at this point anymore. Yeah, nothing sort of takes. <laughs> that's another thing for me. That that's my experience is that. Nothing these days kind of shocks me anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm just at that point now where I just think, fucking hell, like, what next? Honestly, what next? If a tsunami came right now and hit us, I would be like, well, fucking, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, come on, what next? (laughs) Bring it, seriously. Because it just feels, that's just what it feels like right now. And it's, I mean, again, it's not to try and say that there's just a heap of shit going on in the world. Because there is, there, but there are good things that still do come out of it, you know. There are yeah. still good shining lights that are happening right now that you can focus on and that can bring you out of it. But it's definitely a battle.
1: Well, at, at the moment, um, yeah, I'm struggling personally. Um, like I have struggled with depression for 21 years mm-hmm. now. Um, and I'm off work at the moment because of it. Yep. Um but I'm trying to focus my energy on something positive. So I'm organizing uh, a festival at the Trifford on yeah. July ten.
2: Ooh.
1: Um, which I'm very excited about. So it's
0: what's is there any gossip that you can say on this now? Like yes. This will probably come out in a couple of weeks. So if, they, if that's, that's a time. Fine. Window, it
1: probably probably won't be announced.
0: Okay, cool. So yet, that'd be a, that'd be a good way to <laughs> entice people to listen so that they can hear <laughs> what they can hear before it comes out you know yes. I mean okay that's just a me benefit right there <laughs> but I'm not going to know to anyone out there because I don't follow my numbers I'm not trying to get big I just like <laughs> to fucking chat and have a good time so
1: well no. yeah so it's going to be on the 10th of July cool. Um, at the Trifford it'll start at Two o'clock and go until about midnight.
0: Oh, so it's a pretty decent one. Yeah, oh, cool. Um, it's
1: gonna be sixteen bands on two stages. So the the indoor
0: stage. I, I can't. I don't know if I when you the last the time I was when when I went to the Triffid. To be honest, I can't remember what the Triffid layout's like.
1: It's um, it's the one that it looks like an airport hangar on the inside. Oh yeah, it's got amazing sound. It's probably my favorite venue in Brisbane.
0: I don't. I can't remember the, when I was there last to, to be honest. Like I I'm sure I've been there, but I just can't remember when. Uh,
1: Did you go to the um we had the apparitions album launch?
0: No. There? No. And well was it a Saturday?
1: Uh I think so. It was it was a seated show as well, but it was actually it it went so well. It was sold out. I
0: think I had my boy. So uh, I would have been I uh, would have been parenting at the time. So no, I don't think that's why I asked if it was a Saturday or not. I'm yeah. like there was a <laughs> fair while ago there was I had him like every Saturday, so yeah. it was there was there was no chance I was going out. <laughs>
1: but yeah, we're going to do um, we're going to have bands alternating between the main stage inside and, and then um, they've got uh, stage outside in the beer garden. Um, so, yeah, we won't ever have two bands playing at the same time. You'll, everyone will have an opportunity to see every yep. band that plays. Um, and so far confirmed, we have Brief Habits, The Cutaways, Claude, Hanoi Traffic, uh, Sun Bleached, We Set Sail, mm-hmm. Flanger Pannies. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Bitter Lakes from Melbourne mm-hmm. to the north from y- Melbourne. Yeah, I have um, one of the CDs actually. Hugs from Wollongong. World Sick from Melbourne. Uh, and regionals from Sydney. Right. Yeah.
0: That, and that's a that's a fair few from the Glasses label as well, right? So yeah, um, yeah.
1: So what have we got? We've got re, um, regionals, the cutaways. Noi Traffic, Hugs.
0: When you gave me the badges before, lakes. yeah, when yeah. you gave me the badges before as well, I saw the Hugs badge and I'm just like, oh, what a sick Hugs badge. <laughs> just thought you made one of those ones that's like Hugs, but I didn't realize it was a band.
1: Well, they're <laughs> actually um, a new band on our label that we sort of haven't really announced yet. Oh, cool. Um, they don't have anything recorded, well, that they've released yet. Um, so just recordings that we've heard, but they're, they're really cool. Like math rock. Okay. Sort of band. Yeah. Um,
0: right. And this going to be their first show.
1: Yes. Cool.
0: Yeah. That's a pretty cool thing to have as your first show as well.
1: Yeah. So they're from Wollongong. Um, yeah. And they were just instrumental, but they've just added, um, a singer. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So that'll be cool.
0: Right on. And that sounds that sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds like a great lineup.
1: There's um, Hanoi Traffic, which we just announced um, another new band as well. Okay. Um, so it'll be. I'm not sure how many shows they have between now and then, but it'll be. You know, they'll only have played a handful of shows. Yeah. Okay. Um, they are so interesting to watch. Um, when we went to watch them to see if we wanted to um, sign them. Like we just went to um, one of their rehearsals. Yeah. And they played like there was a you know, a massive crowd of people. Like the energy
0: So they weren't they weren't just like playing they were just they were they went all for all for nothing. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it was yeah, it was just so refreshing. Um, because I feel like, don't you think it's cool if a band always plays like that, even if they're playing to no one, even if they're just rehearsing, they're obviously so passionate about their own music.
0: When you were, ex- when you were explaining that as well, like when in, in rehearsal, they were going all for broke. I'm like, oh, cool. They're one of those bands that just, it's not, they practice how they would play live. Yeah. I, perfect yeah you know, it's, uh, everyone's different some people need to just focus and make sure that they don't fuck up while they're practicing right you want to yeah. make sure you're playing it right yeah. so there's there's less focus on how you would perform live and more about getting the notes right yeah and hearing the drums and following the the rhythm and making sure you can hear when the drum comes in and yeah and not uh, coming in too early or too fast because it'll throw someone else off there's so many things that you have to worry about yeah so there's a I, I think it's just a skill of its own really if you can put if you can practice and perform with the same energy one it's a workout and two like fuck yeah because you're zoning in on not just like you're practicing to play crazy too yeah. so you get better with that over time too but yeah, it's there's no comparison to it, really. Like, if you want to practice like that, chill, good on you. If yeah. you don't, and you want to go psycho, that's even that's that's just as good, yeah. you know. And I could imagine as well, like if, if you're playing crazy like that, there, imagine doing that regularly at your shows too. People are going to notice you. Yeah, people are yeah, going to re- take interest. I'm really
1: excited for for people to see them. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I think they'll be noticed. Straight yep. away. Fuck yeah.
0: I'm so, keen for that. Yeah. Right, so. And,
1: um, sorry, I was just going to say about the festival. Yes. So, it's a fundraiser as well okay. for the Black Dog Institute and Support Act. I
0: can get behind so that. So, you know
1: how Crowbar in Brisbane used to do those Black Dog fundraiser shows? Yes. Um, so, it's kind of like that, not to um, steal it from them or anything, um, but obviously they, they can't put them on. Now, for obvious reasons, they're not open no, anymore. No. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to do something to raise money for those causes because they're important to me Yeah, and they're important to a lot of people.
0: They are because a lot of people deal with that shit, whether yeah. they like to admit it or not, really. Or we've
1: lost lost people yeah. to depression. Um, but, yeah, I also wanted to get some of these bands – out there. Like, mm-hmm. I just really want people to hear them. Yeah, yeah. of course.
0: And that's, that's one of the hardest things as well is to get yourself noticed when you start. Yeah. There's got to be something that gets everybody's attention really for a band to hang around and stay noticed. Otherwise, you're going to have that very, very slow... Build into the scene. Like, you'll have to play heaps and heaps of shows... ...in butt fuck nowhere sometimes... Yeah. Just, ...just in order to get a flyer to say, hey, I've played it here... ...or whatever, to, like, fucking no one. Yeah. So be it, right? But yeah. that's how they start. And then, you know, as an... Ex- uh, this is a good example of, a, like, the local scene... ...like, the Goon guys, right? They, their first show was at a Battle of the Bands at the Barabar. Yeah. That was... Yeah, right? And so... We a lot of us all lived on the south side at that point still too, so we just grabbed a whole huge bunch of people that we knew, and it was like easily over a hundred people at that. So that's that, and they made it to the finals of that battle of the bands. Wow. But every every time they played, it was just a matter of how much could we fuck up this venue.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that
0: that's what got their like that energy and that notoriety to begin with with them is that they would yep. bring a hectic punk show and people would go nuts yep. and that and yeah everybody knew that from then on and that's always a real benefit to have as a band especially when you're starting too. that people catch your attention uh, you catch people's attention i should say
2: yeah
0: and people want to say when's your next show when's when you're going to release something and then it kind of gives you that motivation to be like okay maybe we should fucking do something rather than just play shows
2: yeah
0: it's a it's a big it's a big balancing act. that. Eh? And again, like I said, it's such a volatile industry is that if you don't hit that mark, you're just going to flatline and just stay there or nothing could happen. Yeah. So you you kind of got to grab it as soon as it pops up almost in a sense and can be quite daunting. Yeah. If, right? You yeah. Know? Like I, I'm, I'm always wondering if I can do more with this as well. But I don't know how to – I don't know what I should do, right? And I'm already pretty busy – as it is, but I want to – yeah, it's funny, right? It's funny.
1: I, I feel like it's the same for me. Like I've always got these ideas, like these grand ideas of mm. I want to do this, I want to have that and, yeah, I guess the festival was one of those grand ideas but um, you, you, <laughs> it's all, you, all coming together you now. Took so. that, you <laughs> took that leap
0: of faith with that one though, yeah. right? And you got the ball rolling. And what was the process behind getting it going?
1: Like, um, what's it I, like to get all
0: the bands together?
1: Well, I just so I just sh- um, sent an email to the the Triffid and before I'd approached anyone and um, asked them if that was something they'd like to do and and they actually said that they had mentioned it a day earlier that they really wanted to have um, some sort of fundraiser for a good cause like. The Black Dog Institute. Yeah. Um, and they said it'd be great to have, yeah, a festival. Um but it would also be great if someone could facilitate it, you know? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <So, laughs> we love yeah. we love
0: the idea. Dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and then all the bands that I've approached, they're either on the label or they're they're friends of ours. Um yeah, just contacts of mm-hmm. Contacts. Right. Yeah, it, um, yeah there isn't really anybody on that list that we don't know.
0: In some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. They're always good too because when you get when you all get together to play, it's like just catching up with mates yeah. half the time too, yeah. which is so pivotal yes. and vital right now yeah. as well because that's that's one of the things I'm trying to do at the moment is to – find more time to catch up with people because you just get in that zone of just work, get your shit done, you've had enough, go to bed, yeah. get back up again. I got into the routine of that way too much during COVID because yep. during that, fortunately, I was still able to work. I was considered essential in a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it, was, it was just one of those things where I haven't stopped working since COVID, yep. so nothing – Outs nothing outside of how I'm doing mentally and stuff like that really changed other than the restrictions and all that sort of shit to deal with. But I was still working, I still still had to deal with all that normal day to day stuff. And oh man, I miss driving with no fun no one on the fucking road. I miss that so much. It's it's like even getting here tonight was bullshit. Yeah you know it's nothing like what it used to be because everyone's driving now too they don't want to catch public transport so it's there's you just get into that routine of just work eat sleep repeat yeah. and it yeah it's like trying to break a a habit or a bad habit I should say it's it's not really a bad habit not talking to anyone i suppose that's a bit shit to say but um like just that routine that Changing up that routine to be able to get back out there, like you just get used to it.
1: I have an awful transition here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go for it. Speaking of bad habit, um, at the oh, right. festival, that's
0: a good one. <laughs> that's a, no fuck that. That's a good one. I don't care.
1: At the festival, there will be um, a record fair put on by Bad Habit Records.
0: Oh, Borgie, I love Borgie.
1: And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have
0: a chat with him soon.
1: There's going to be, yeah, there'll be stalls. Um, there's going to be Fortitude Brand Clothing.
0: Oh, yeah, I know the guys there too.
1: Um, Natty B Art. Yeah. She'll have a
0: little stall there. Yeah, I went to the show with that that she and um Josh at put Another on. World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Blush and I, yeah. being Jane. Oh, wait, oh, yeah. fucking hell. Seriously, <laughs> you've been to everything that I've been to. Half the time I must be just like fucking, oh. Uh. <laughs> anyway.
1: But, um yeah, and at the drive pin I'll be there as well, so... Mm. It's going to be like a fun day of seeing bands, drinking, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can buy all the band merch and records and clothing and art and pins and...
0: You no, know, we just need is, uh, some some bedding so we can sleep. Yeah. That's the last thing that's missing out of all that because that sounds amazing.
1: Well, I'm going <laughs> to have a coat check as well. Oh, really? So you can buy all the records and t-shirts and whatever you want. Yeah. And then leave it with us, and go get drunk and enjoy the band. That that
0: was one of the worst things that you would do when you go to a show. Yeah, is that you buy the shit that you really want, so that you don't sell out. But also, you want to go into the mosh pit and shit. What are you going to do with the stuff that you're carrying? Exactly. I hated that. When and I used then to people go to shows. would
1: put on the t shirt of the band that they just bought to go, and they look like an idiot.
0: They got the double up. You mean? You know,
1: like. Like they'd be watching We Set Sale wearing the We Set Sale t shirt that they just bought. Oh yeah. You know It's <laughs>
0: daring. It's daring, especially if it's a decent crowd and shit. You yeah. get all that uh mosh pit sweat. Yeah. It's the worst. I I, I kind of I, I kinda of don't miss that. Yeah. Thankfully. Uh I I miss live shows though. Yeah. I miss the atmosphere and all that, of course. Yeah. But the smell, nah. nah. I can I can go without that. Doesn't mean I won't get in, get amongst it sometime again. Who knows? It's always it, it, if it's a good enough show, good enough energy, man. Fuck it, I don't care. I'll do it from the back. I don't, it's it's just I, I get really into it nowadays. If it's a if it's good enough, no matter what it is, like I'll I'll, I'll get into it. It yep. doesn't matter anymore. Yep. Everyone gets so butt hurt about listening to certain genres or being really hoity toity about whether or not a band is good or not. Yeah, it's. It's just just listen to it. If you enjoy it, if you enjoy like it. If you like it, you like it. it yeah. yeah. Un- unless they're a piece of shit, you know. They're, if they're not good people. That's, Don't be that's
1: ashamed that's if you're into Taylor Swift. There's no, nothing no, no, wrong no. with I'd, that.
0: I'd, I'd, <laughs> nothing wrong with T-Swizzle. I'm talking about those that have been on the wrong side of the law or like proper. Oh, right. Or they're, yep. uh, you know, pieces of shit to other people or women yes. and all that yes. jazz. Yep. I mean, that's the one I hate the most is like, I, I separate the artist from the art and I'm like... You're a fuckhead.
2: That like is such
1: a an interesting topic because I, I was a big brand new fan. Mm-hmm. Um, have all the records. You know, massive chunk of my life.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, spent listening to that band. And, you know, then the singer gets added as a sex pest.
0: Oh, no shit, really?
1: And now... I can't listen to the records. Yeah. Even when I put it on, I just can't.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 I get that too. I
1: and and it's such a divided topic. So mm. many people are like, no, just like if you enjoy the music, listen to the music, which I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm fine with that. And then other people are like, no, but why would you support you know, somewhere, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, you're right. I-
0: <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit hard to to separate it, to be honest. I think if you if you genuinely think about it, say it to yourself, it's it's hard not to just go, oh, and then, you know, like you, you kind of feel half-hearted if you were to listen to it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you if they've made amends, like I'm not saying, I think there's a pretty clear line where you can say. You know, if you're a fucking sex pest or whatever it is, or fucking, you know, beating on women or anything like that, that it's going to be pretty hard to redeem yourself from that, I think. You know what I mean? But like, if you've said something stupid or done something stupid, not to that degree, and you've apologized and you make amends and you do what you're supposed to do, there's no reason why they can't come back from anything that they've done, right? Yeah. But if you've been a piece of shit like that, I think it's hard. I think it's hard to like let that one go. You know, like Marilyn Manson was the other one recently as well. Oh, I don't don't know about that. Oh, he, he, I mean, everyone's thought that he was a piece of shit anyway, but a a whole bunch of people came out and outed him basically. It's, I think it's just people like, oh, cancel culture bullshit. It's just like, no, I think it's just the nature of the beast. It's accountability. If you've been a piece of shit, then, you know, it's going to come back and bite you in the butt at one point. Yeah. Unless you like, unless you say sorry, yep. like Christ, it's not hard. And yeah, it's it's funny like that how people try and bring in that dividing topic of it. Like I don't, as as an example too, I used to like the Smith Street Band a lot. Yeah, and there was a, there was shit that happened years ago. Uh, yeah, with I remember Will.
1: some of that. Yeah, and I I was sort of I didn't understand why. It was broadcast all over the internet. I don't, yeah. Wasn't that their private business if they had issues with each other?
0: That's that's very true. It's an interesting, it, and but that's when it becomes very sort of not.
1: But having said that, please, I don't know what happened. No, no, no. <laughs> no
0: there, there was and if
1: he needed to be called out. I don't know, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm just remember. uh, It's. I'm not trying to hang shit either. Don't like. Don't actively seek me out. Anyone who's (laughs) a fucking massive Smith Street fan. I'm just not anymore because I remember a story. I remember there was a big thing going on between him and um. I think it was uh Camp Cope. Yeah, Georgia. Shit went down between those two, and it just happened to be put all over the internet, and um, that's unfortunate for the two involved to have that sort of private dealings broadcast everywhere but also in the same breath. It's like, well, you're being a piece of shit to someone right now. So yeah. – And then it if that's where it becomes like very decisive where it's like, oh, but it was this and you get the sides that come out of it. And it's like that's not the sort of thing that should have sides, you know, and that's
1: – I think it's the, a the different generation too because unfortunately I've had things – Happened to me mm. um, in the past by members of bands that I, you know, looked up mm. to. Um, Fuck them. That loved their their music. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think when something like that happens to you, it's not something you want everyone to know about. No, you know,
2: no.
1: it's you know you can feel like was it my fault you know that's that sort of thing and yeah I, I just think it's a different generation these days where they're so quick to jump on the internet and call someone out mm. for it like i wouldn't want all that attention on me i wouldn't want especially i wouldn't want people <laughs> knowing that something happened to me i wouldn't want mm. them to you know I,
0: I i understand where you're coming from for sure and again that that's the thing like that's the that's the world we're in right now too, like social media and online presence and, and posts and everything, you know, you know, the boomers told us, be careful what you post online. Yep. Like, I mean, and they're coming through. Forever. Yeah. And they're all losing their shit because the very thing that they said to not do they're doing. And they're wondering why they can't talk on or post on Facebook anymore. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, or, or being out of for being pieces of shit because hello, fucking track record. It's just, yeah. When something kind of becomes a part of that name, there's always there's going to be detractors for it. And again, I don't know how it all got resolved or what the full story was either. I just remember it. It was a, it was a while ago, right? But that kind of just turned me off from fucking listening to Smith Street. I've never yeah. real I never actively listened to him anymore because, eh, whatever. Like, and
1: I think only. The people involved will ever really know the truth of what actually happened. Exactly. So, yeah, it's it's hard though. It does definitely turn you off.
0: It makes it hard to get involved, like to get in, like to get in the zone listening to it. Yeah. You know, I just think if, if there's too much, too much shit behind the people, if they're just not generally nice, or there's just bad stuff attached to it does make it harder to listen to. I mean, oh, the musicianship. And yeah, and but he, there's plenty like of people he might out be,
1: there. He might be a really nice guy and, you know, was accused of all these false things mm. and, you know, that would really suck for it him. It would be. You know? Um, but then again, yeah, you don't know. You don't know, don't what, know. what happened behind closed doors. So. And
0: and George is still doing music and Smith Street's still a band. So yep. fucking, I guess... Is back to normal, yeah. like fuck. Who, <laughs> I there was don't a know. whole big thing, but yeah, argument there for Pantera too, like with their shit back in the day. It was very sort of rednecky and and Confederacy esque with some of their artwork and shit. And then yeah, Phil, uh, when he was real drunk one time performing, did the old Hitler salute and oh. shit. Yeah, yeah. You people joke about it and they might pretend to do it or whatever in certain joking you know situations
1: my it's it's too soon it will always be too soon to joke about that i don't care how many years it's been yeah it's not okay oh with hitler <laughs> Fucking yeah a. yeah he's no. a piece
0: he's, the whole thing is just it wasn't that long ago right no you know, it
1: really wasn't
0: people seem to think just because some of it was filmed in black and white means that Oh, well, it was filmed in black and white. I'm only saying that because I recently watched a documentary that was like World War II brought back to life or some shit like yeah. that, which is terrifying to say the least. But it was in colour, basically, yeah. which was really cool to to see. I wanted to watch it, but also looking at the scope of it. Holy shit.
1: I'm huge into mm. war movies. Oh, really? Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. I'll rewatch them, rewatch <laughs> them. Like Band of Brothers. Have you heard of that show? It was the like show. a it was a I think it was eight or ten part um mini series. Okay. And it was like a Tom Hanks directed.
0: No, thing. I don't think I ever watched that. If that's a recent thing, no.
1: No, it was I don't know how many years ago. It's it's maybe like fifteen years old or something. Oh shit, okay. Um but it's amazing. It'll always be my favorite show. Yeah, it's just like a realistic look of what it was like for soldiers in the war. I mean, it's called mm. Band of Brothers, and it's it's yeah, like the bond that you share with with them and what it's actually like. It's mm-hmm. not glorified, you right, know. It's yeah. not like Pearl Harbor.
0: Oh uh, yeah, you, people getting of, blown up and shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, people get blown up, but it's not like
0: that's, but that's, that's not the focus. That's a story yeah. and
1: um, we're fighting for our country and, you know, none of that sort <laughs> of... Yeah. God. It's yeah. just like, you know, these are the conditions and we're stuck in them and we have to kill people and it's awful. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: War, war's just fucked yep. in general. Like, yep. But I appreciating watching the movies and stuff like that, of course. Yeah, like you do kind of, when when you dramatise it in that sort of way, you do kind of get a bit more of a feel for it because like most of us, we haven't been to war and we don't fucking want to go to war. Hopefully never will. Exactly. So we can can appreciate it and watch it.
1: Did we get severely off topic just then?
0: It happens all (laughs) the time. It happens all the time. I don't care as long as we get the main focus points in. That's what matters. (laughs) But yeah, no, the last thing we were talking about was just music uh just separating the artist from the art and that sort of shit yeah but that's that's a dead topic anyway that's yeah. fine because it's the end of the day just don't be a shithead yeah just don't be a shithead and you won't have to deal with that sort of shit exactly end of story yep. so yeah anyway you what's the festival called i don't remember you saying that we
1: haven't got a name for it yet ah that's why you haven't um, said it <laughs> I, I was gonna call it like Team Glasses Fest or something like that. But mm-hmm. um I don't know if that's the the best way to go. Um mm-hmm. my contact at the Trifford Mark, um, who hilariously we have lots of the same friends and we're into all of the same music. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, he said, you know, if this goes well we could make it a yearly thing and and yep. you know, So we we really need like a good name.
0: Trying to think of something that can, you not not be re- reused. Yeah, like make it a, a, a yearly thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hmm, yeah. All right, we'll get brainstorming, people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> throw some suggestions. Yes. Out. Um. Well, it's a black dog support act fundraiser. Um. With a f- pretty big focus on more of the um wouldn't even say, I wouldn't say like the post well yeah like the posty rock punk sound I guess
1: yeah there's
0: a, there's a couple of heavy-ish
1: I mean I think it's mainly just because I've picked everyone that I wanted <laughs> I
0: know Adam so didn't, it's, I know Adam didn't it's
1: all my taste I yeah. mean it's not it's not the darker side of the label <laughs> yeah we always laugh about um the bands that like I call them my bands and mm-hmm. his bands. That's pretty much <laughs> what it is.
0: Like you've got your your selection, which is very much a different taste to yeah to Adams. But that's a good ebb and flow, though. Yeah, you can have Adam doing the heavier side and you doing more of the softer side, even though it's but not then technically. There's, but
1: there's bands that we
0: oh you totally both gel both yeah, love. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, that's sick I can't wait to see that come come to fruition I should say it's it's one of those things where we're all kind of like back to the the, the building blocks again like yeah getting everything back into a swing of things of shows coming back together and yeah. and releases coming back out because it was got, all in a the system
1: there's a lot um, coming up that I'm excited about so we're gonna go back to vinyl as Buck, well so yeah cool yeah um, at the moment, we, I mean, we have put out vinyl before, but um, we've been cassette focused for a long time. Um,
0: so that, uh, have I been keeping you f- funded with that, or what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: Well, it's good because there it's good are it's there good are course. people that um, will blindly buy anything that we put out yep. on the label, which is really cool. Um, that they trust our taste, you know, and they obviously like some bands enough that they'll, you know, whatever we release, they will order it,
0: which well, up, is really cool. Up until, uh, well, when, when when COVID started coming in anyway, uh, and the lockdown and stuff, when I think it was, I can't, I'm trying to remember who it was that was released around the time that I started, but once once you guys started dropping more, I was just when they'd come through. like Because yeah. originally I had – that's right, because I was – you had – there was a whole bunch up there at the time. So I just started – I was buying a couple of weeks sort of yeah. thing and then eventually it turned into when oh, – I got up to the point where I had everything that you guys had released at the time. So whenever you guys release something new, yeah. I was just waiting for it to come out and I would get it. Because half the time as well, like you said, uh, there's a lot of artists that come through that you know or that have been through before. So yeah. we already know that they're and good. And I mean
1: they're, they're priced from – Seven to ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, what's to lose if you don't like it anyway? You know, it's yeah. not. It's not like a vinyl where it's thirty, forty, fifty dollars. It's an
0: investment. Yeah. So it's <laughs> not
1: like if you blindly buy it and you don't like it, you're like, oh, what a waste. Yeah. You know,
0: what's the what's the process behind making vinyl anyway? So what was there any sort of like reason why you wanted to get back into it or?
1: Um, just because adam and i are both mad collectors <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah i think we would both buy a record over food <laughs> um <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is not good um commitment yeah uh yeah i think just um i mean that's my preferred method of listening to music mm-hmm. um you know it's like the true method of, you know... <laughs>
0: for a long time, a long time, I, I gave up on buying CDs when I first got into it. Not sure why. And then when Spotify and stuff came along, I was just like, well, I don't need to buy CDs now, do I? I've got this at my fingertips and shit.
1: Well, I... So, I listen to Spotify every day. Mm-hmm. But it comes back to that need for me to... Have to collect and to have a physical copy of something like it's really important to me. Like I still have all my old CDs. Um, I've got CDs, DVDs, um, VHS.
2: Oh,
0: right on. Of
1: all music related, Um, you know. And now bands are coming out with ridiculous collectible items Mm -hmm. that I love. Um, you know, like something for Kate brought out a snow globe.
0: <laughs> what?
1: It's it just, and you know, like you. I don't know. I was it's drawing the, the line
0: though when it's not music related. It's a I fucking know. snow globe. I know,
1: but I love, <laughs> I love all that stuff. You know, like a pennant flag, or um,
0: like the hanger flag things is cool. Yeah, I like I like them. Yeah. And um, thought of a snow globe
1: though. Or. Um, that band I was talking about before—they released um, movements. They've yeah. released mints, so they're called Move Mints. <laughs>
0: um, okay, that's cool. Yeah, because it's a pun. Yeah, right. If if it, you got to get the puns involved. Yeah, that's how that's how you sell that shit.
1: But like, you know, guitar picks. Um.
0: Ooh, like limited edition guitar picks would be good.
1: Like it, that's
0: what they're all starting to do now as well. It doesn't it's not even just with like music; it's with everything now.
1: Skate decks, apparitions yeah. did a like I think they only did twenty, um, skate decks. Yeah, okay. And we got one of them, and like I don't even skate, but I just think it's so cool. <laughs>
0: <Like> <laughs> if you ever want to skate, you've I, got s- I board. wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't use it though because oh, I wouldn't want to.
2: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, okay. See now, it. that's a that's a tough practical sort of purchase, you know, yeah. because you could use that one. But you're not, so, so
1: that's why I love badges. Yeah, because they don't take up a lot of room. Yeah, they're cheap, clever, um, and you can you can display them on anything. Yeah, so
0: Ab- pretty much. Well, not not everything. No. but <laughs> <laughs> almost everything. Yes, anything that you can poke a hole in. Yeah, essentially, uh, that's that's cool. The and I
1: like to. Sorry, I was just going to say I like to combine. The record label with the pin thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, so we just did a release um, with Salt Money and... I got one of them. Yes.
0: I think I got one of the last ones too. Yes.
1: They, w- they to went anyway. really quickly. Um, so, mm. yeah, if somebody buys one of our tapes, um, like I'll write a personalised note mm-hmm. um, that I send out with it and I also give them a little badge of the band... That we've released.
0: Yes, I did. I, I, n- I remember that. Yes. Yeah. So
1: it's like a nice little um, extra, something that they didn't order or have to pay for, but they get as a bonus with their cassette.
0: Okay. Well, yes. Truth be told, I was pretty stoked that when my mail came, there were a couple of little badges in there. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck yeah. And I, I love to, p-
1: I love to throw a little team glasses badge in there.
0: Yes. Yes. I think I have. I. I'm, got like three or four of them now.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, inadvertently. Yeah. Y- yeah. <laughs> you don't want to stick them close, like right next to each other, though, because you got to mix it up. You got to have something spaced in between it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Means I need more badges, though. Yeah. More variety.
1: Like I've got, I've got a regionals pin on my bag. Yeah. Because I'm obsessed with regionals.
0: They're a good band. They're a good, They're band. good band. Yes. Uh, I got that cassette as well. I yeah. mean. Outside they they were
1: my first signing to the label. Really? Yes.
0: Cool. Is, is that around when you started to – when you got more involved with it or
1: – Yeah, well, so I used to help Adam and do all the organising behind everything because mm-hmm. I'm a bit OCD, so – Right, yeah. <laughs> I love to mm-hmm. organise things and um, do up all the mail outs and um, – yeah, just sort of like, I don't know, getting all the all the computer work done mm-hmm. for the All label, the nitty-gritty all shit. The, all the boring stuff, but <laughs> I actually yeah. secretly enjoy it. Um, so I was it's doing completion. all that. Yes. Yeah. And I said, you know, like, you should probably make me a part of the label for everything that I do, really. <laughs> and he said, if you... When you sign your first band, that's when you can become part of the label.
0: <laughs> it's setting, setting goals. So ain't.
1: three days later, bam, regionals.
0: Ooh. Was he like, fuck? <laughs> no, he was like, wow, okay, great. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. That's and awesome. And they
1: were a find as well. Like
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Couldn't be more stoked on their music, but then we had them um, play a show in Brisbane and – they stayed with us and they're the nicest guys. Yeah. Like absolute bonus that I love the music but get along so well with them as people as well.
0: That's, again, another one of the perks that you get by being involved in the music industry too is that there are so many different fucking characters out there yeah. that have all had just weird and interesting stories.
1: And I feel like they are literally the male versions of me. <laughs> Like two two of the guys from the band made a playlist for me and it's it's like they went inside my brain. <laughs> and picked everything and that picked, you would have? Yeah.
0: Ooh, that's spooky.
1: So when they, I said to them, you know, it's like the music that you create, it's like you're creating it just for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like that's what it sounds like, yeah. you know, it's made for me. Perfect. And they're like, well, pretty much because you have the same taste as us and this is the music we want to put out. So it's kind of, you know
0: secretly another member maybe oh <laughs> i
1: bring c- nothing to the table <laughs> oh
0: that's a cop out i'm sure if you tried no, no.
1: i have no <laughs> musical talent at all
0: well you've got music talent to a point because you're involved in the scene and you've got the badge you've got the badge business going and you're also a part of a label so you can't say that you don't have any musical talent you're involved in it. So maybe you're just looking at it the wrong way. Maybe. Eh? <laughs> so you do have you do have the know how on getting artists signed and that's that's a that's a big enough accomplishment as it is, to be honest, I feel like. Because it's hard enough to deal with one person, let alone the whole band, that all have different views on what they think would be good for the band, especially if it's a tight knit one, you know? Well, I
1: feel like I feel like it's really easy to sell Working with Team Glasses because like I when we're talking to them and, you know, trying to sign them to mm-hmm. the label, I obviously people can't see that but I'm using inverted oh, qu- commas here. Quotations. Quotations. Because um, we don't make bands sign anything um, because their music is their music. Mm. I don't want to own their music. Um, no one should have ownership over it but them
0: you didn't write it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they
0: did. Of course, yeah, I understand the mentality. So
1: we sign them to the label, um, but we don't make any money off them and we don't want to make money off them. We just want to help them, you know, get out there, play shows, put out music. Yeah. And I always say to them if they, you know, make it big or whatever – and they want to go to another label that can do more for them, then, like, we would be so happy for them, you know? It's not... We'd never try and say, no, you can't... You know, you're locked in, you can't do whatever. Yeah. You know, we just want the best for them, so...
0: Go for it, Basically,
1: we will do whatever they want, you know, work with them. Yeah.
0: That's that's great. Yeah. And it doesn't... That... (laughs) That's what I feel like a lot, of, a lot of people would be worried about too is that it can be kind of, not, not cutthroat, but you'd be worried about stepping on people's toes and it might affect something down the line in terms of getting a show or whatever. And you'd be worried about sticking to just the one label because you don't want to be like, oh, yeah. I want to go I, – I really want to – I don't want to hurt their feelings. Or you kind yeah. of – you, you build that – it's like anything. You build that bond with it or, or with someone or uh, whatever. You, it's hard to let go, right? Yeah. When, especially if they've been good to you. You know, it's like when you work a, a good job or a shit job, right? If you, f- if you enjoy doing what you do, you'll stay there longer, yep. right? You won't yep. feel – you won't be constantly thinking <laughs> – excuse me, sorry. You won't be constantly thinking, fuck – when's the next job application that I can apply for to get out of here? Right. You know, that's when you'd be worried, but if you're not getting any of that, then
1: we were just talking about it before, um, one of the bands on our label, you know, for their next release, we're we're sort of guessing that they'll probably go with a different label. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a label that can offer them something different to what we're offering. And, Hopefully, get them further as yeah, well. Yeah, right. And so it's it's a total bummer because just because I want to be associated with their greatness, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. but, but like I'm happy for precious, them as well. Yeah. I, I would be so stoked for them if they, you know, took a step up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah.
0: You're like go my go my babies. Yes, You're fly, doing, fly yes. my <laughs> pretties. <laughs> yes. Go on your journey. Just yeah. remember where you started. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. no that's it, yeah that's right
1: put me on the door list
0: yeah there's <laughs> yeah, see there's the perks right yeah. there that's that's awesome though like to be to be involved in such a good group of uh, around a group good group of people and to listen to great music at the same time like it's pretty hard to beat that you know yeah. and it's a good environment to be around and that's why there's it's why we all need to be like yo it's fucking let's go out to shows when we can right and i'm the same i need to go out to more shows i need to i need to feel keep the keep the scene alive bring it back alive again you know
1: it's probably the most exciting thing in my life to be honest doing the label work yeah um you know just i, I mean even getting sent demos like i got sent one in the mail the other day just addressed to me Mm -hmm. and i was trying to think like how did they get my information how did they (laughs) how did they know my name yeah like that was so flattering fucking weird (laughs) yeah and then we got um a band from indonesia contact us the other day and i gave it a listen and it's amazing like that's it's like such a compliment that you know
0: in a, international ones or oh, international bands will well, bands from uh, indonesia in general there's some good fucking bands that yeah, come from raw, there. honestly raw talent, yeah i got i got a cassette from a band called lie i think they just changed their name recently but they're like this crusty diy feminist punk band or some shit in malaysia yeah. like well, not not in malaysia I, I don't know one somewhere in indonesia right and that that aesthetic, like I've heard people say when they go over and play there, that it's just fucking like if you get a good crowd, like it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. So, and then you hear their music from coming from that region, like it still fits in that genre, but it's like them. It's their energy. Oh man, it's a, it's a different sort of I don't know. Like the energy's again, like we were saying earlier, like the energy's just different. Yeah. It's but it's good. It's like really good. Like that really raw in your face sort of sound yeah and yeah can't can't get enough of that so yeah sorry you're getting contacted by bands from yeah and then anywhere. i
1: was i was out the other night and i was in you know a shitty bar in brisbane at 1am or something and, <laughs> and someone said to me excuse me are you tegan from team glasses <laughs> i was like what <laughs>
0: How do you know no. who I am? Yeah.
1: How do you How do you know what I look like? Who I am? Like what? That's crazy.
0: That's a, a bit weird.
1: Yeah. And then I what's was
0: your privacy settings like online?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm on private actually. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well then, <laughs> that's um, yeah. Online, and then, right? Um,
1: and then I was talking to another guy. Um, he was wearing a jacket and he had a patch on the back of a band that I knew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I love that band. He's like, what? How have you heard of that band? Like they're a tiny band from, you know, a tiny state in America. How do you?
0: They live in the mountainside and nobody knows who they how are. How
1: do you know that? And I'm like, I don't know. I know <laughs> random music stuff. And it's my job to know. Yeah. And then um, and then I said, oh, he's like, but how? How do you know? And I said, I don't know. I have a record label. And he goes, what's the record label? And I showed him my tote bag and, like, Mm. team glasses. He's like, Tegan, you're Tegan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Have you bought shit from me before? And
1: then he told me his name and I'm like, I just posted some tapes to you two days ago. Like, he buys all our tapes.
0: Okay. I was
1: like, this is crazy.
0: It's quite small world shit too, right? But also, again, you've never met this person before in your life and they're just like, you. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you?
1: It's like so exciting. <laughs> yeah.
0: it It's it's crazy. That's yeah. cool. You know, and I really hope that that's what continues to happen, especially with team glasses and at the drive pin. The more that, I guess the more that the base is built, I mean the base already is built, I should say, like the more it grows. Uh, which,
1: is all, which is all Adam too. He did that on his own for like it's eight years old now. Mm-hmm. I've only been doing it for four years. Yeah. So he, yeah, he started the whole thing and did it completely by himself.
0: It, massive feat on it, on its own and DIY as well, right?
1: DIY till you die.
0: Exactly. And shout out shout out to Adam as well. Vestiges, yeah. good band. Oh, uh, great band! They just yes.
1: recorded two new songs. Oh. And they are amazing. Excellent. I can't wait for them to release them as well. Yeah. Yeah. New drummer
0: good. too, right?
1: Um, not yet. Not yet. Um. So Chris, their former drummer, just moved to Melbourne.
0: That's right. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah, and that's why they had to, yeah, break up. But he's it's going to be hard to replace Chris. He's amazing.
0: He, yeah, he was a fucking weapon. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed watching him drum. Yeah. It's, again, that energy, right? The w- like
1: the way he plays. I don't. I honestly don't know how someone...
0: Oh, it's always fun to watch how each drummer drums yeah. in a certain way. Some of them just pick up these weird sort of like ticks and, and movements that you're just like, that's not what you should be... like. You just feel like that's not what should be yeah. done. But it's all in time, yeah, right? I used so to why does love, it matter?
1: Yeah, I just used to love watching Chris. And like, yeah, he's such a lovely person too. And he was one of those drummers. You know how some people when they drum... They look like they're not even breaking a sweat. Like, it's so effortless. Oh, they've got
0: that just plain face hat. Chris is
1: not one of those people.
0: No, he's <laughs> Chris, not. No.
1: Chris would look like he's having a full on workout.
0: He looks because like.
1: Because he, he put everything into it. He like,
0: he looks like a drummer who's doing a blast beat.
1: And he hits so hard. Like, yeah. yeah so good to watch. Yeah. So, ho- yeah. Hopefully they'll find someone that can.
0: Yeah, for sure. Come
1: close to Chris. But well, yeah, <laughs> be
0: hard, but it'll also be good to see how they turn that yep. uh, into the next step because it's find, a big step.
1: They'll find someone though, because they've yeah they've got some really cool stuff. Yeah, written that they're they're working on. So you
0: can always. I'm sure there'd always be someone that could do uh, live, like fill in or live drummer or something like that in the meantime. If yeah. there was a, a, a big emphasis to want to play a show, if you haven't got one in in time, then just get someone into like play a show for us, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. So that's that. There, there, there would be no doubt someone that could still help yep. for sure yeah. if it needs to be that case. But there'll be. I'm. It's, I know it's hard to find a drummer yep. at the best of times. So, and um, <laughs> Fingers, knock knock wood.
2: You but know. also,
1: just finding someone that connects with yeah, your got existing a gel, right? group of people. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because they're. I think they're. Like I love going and watching them practice. Mm-hmm. they I feel like each member has an equal share. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not just like the one person saying, "We're doing this" and we're doing. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's yeah. all. Yeah, they there's, all. There's,
0: there's, it's a, it's an open discussion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a, it's a good approach. And yeah, again, can't wait to see. I can't wait to hear the new releases. Yeah. That'd said. sick. Yeah. Um, you don't have a sneaky one, do you?
1: no damn it all right um it's worth a shot dan dan would kill me if i um gave you like a sneaky oh
0: what am i gonna do with it
1: piece of uh one of their songs that isn't mixed properly oh
0: (laughs) well look i'm i'm gonna appreciate it more than you realize if it's mixed or not you know know? what when
1: this is over i'll show you some videos oh that'd be sick (laughs) yeah
0: Uh, that's cool um yeah, so is there, we're we're getting pretty close to the old finish time. Yeah, and I was just thinking, is there was there anything else we didn't talk about that you haven't name dropped yet?
1: Um,
0: there's been a bit of uh, diversions along the path of, yes, of the of chat, course. but that's fine. That always happens.
1: Um, probably just that. Um, yeah, we've got some new music coming. Um, Carnivon, Gil Gilcerone, Sunbeams and Rockets, The World at a Glance, Diploid vestiges yeah um but yeah a lot of um
0: i just got that diploid release as well yeah was awesome
1: they're actually in brisbane right now um really? yeah they got um a grant they well they because they won an award um they got a grant from the government to support them recording oh shit
2: yeah so they nice. have,
1: they've come to brisbane to work on their next release Oof. yeah yeah lucky them yeah
0: it's not very often you get a grant right yeah not very often you actually get someone to be like here's some money to go and record yeah have fun yeah there's no pressure of how much money you need to spend to record or how many hours you get yeah you get it's all given to you and that that process of writing would just come completely different yeah there's no there's that no pressure almost you know you can take your time and work with it with 110
1: most most of my friends or, or bands on the label do it all themselves.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, like Brief Habits, like they, they're they not on the label but they're friends and they, they do it all themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, their drummer, Elliot, records it all and then like We Set Sail, James, the guitarist, he records all of that stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just... Um,
0: it's good to see yeah it's good to see it's more so th- the fact that there's still plenty of bands that are starting and getting out there and they have that base to start though yeah. like it's that's the biggest takeaway i think and yeah. and it's 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 guys and gals like yourself that have labels like this that help yeah. that that are there to support those ones that are starting and i think without like without that it, it's so much harder to get that break. It's it's so much harder to get that support.
1: Well, I'm really happy about um, Hanoi traffic um, in particular because they're really young. Those guys, um, yeah. And so it's just, I guess it's yeah, helping hand that they're being offered. That
0: not many maybe other wasn't people around. Yeah. It, well, 10,
1: 20 years ago? I don't
0: know. It would have been a lot harder, I think. Yeah. It would have been a lot harder to find someone. You would have had to reach out to someone who knew someone or whatever, whereas, you know, these days now you can just, like, say, submit and say, I want to yeah. be on it or I have stuff, like, well, see see how we go. Yeah. It, it is. It's a different different environment now to what it used to be. Like, I, only, I used to find my shows that I would go to for a good chunk uh at like kill the music back in the day when it was yeah. still a thing i yeah. would go up there get R. a new R. Shirt. <laughs> yeah i know right um <laughs> i would get I'd a, a, a check out the new music and shit check out the flyers and uh see who's there and then buy a ticket because yeah. that's where you normally buy decent like the proper not proper but like that was one of the main places that you'd go to to buy tickets for shows around the place that i they think would sell them at. i
1: think everybody spent many hours in there.
0: Oh, even, I did. Even yeah.
1: not buying things and just standing there and talking to Paul. <laughs>
0: every, every time I went into the city when I was younger, um, I didn't know any of them. Any of the guys working behind it, I knew one of the guys used to play in one of the bands, The Paper and the Plane. Yeah, you that's Paul. That yeah. is Paul. Is it? He's oh. in
1: We Set Sail now, and oh, okay. Denmark. He's got okay, another s- band. Denmark. Small
0: world, shit, right? Yeah. You know, like I didn't, I knew their faces, but they wouldn't fucking know me from a bar of right? And I uh, yeah, every time I went into the city when I was younger, I would that would be like one of the first places. Once I get off the bus, I would walk down the road and go check it out and yeah. see what's on.
1: And the cool like Macbeth shoes and. Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. I I was never huge into the shoes at that point. I didn't care about that. I just wanted to go and check out the music and the shirts. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and and
1: he'd always be playing something cool. Like yeah, there was always something. You'd walk in on. there and you'd be like, oh, what's this? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Every time, every time you go in, there was always something good. Yeah. And yeah, like I bought. Tickets to go and see Parkway Drive from there and stuff, and they were playing at the Princess Theatre. That was like, and now, like, they're playing all over the world and shit. And, yeah. like, you know, just just that surreal factor that I got to see and play at a little theatre. Like, I think it was sold out, but I think it was like maybe a four or 500 people that they yeah. fit into that. That's still pretty fucking cool, though. Yeah, you know, uh, who else was there that I saw? Uh, Dee's Nuts, that was a good one. <laughs> um, back back in the early days, uh, and saw the Red Shore there for the first time as well. Thy Art before they had their before they had CJ. Heaps of bands. I saw heaps of shows at Princess, and yeah. I wouldn't have been able to see them if. I didn't go and check out Kill the Music. Yeah, it's just one of those things you go back to. Yeah, and appreciate the the little guys that kept that going. Yeah, because everybody, nobody else is doing that sort of thing. No, yeah, and it just goes back to the importance of your local uh, label or business that supports that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's paramount.
1: I think it's really good too that, um, you know, other labels. Like we all seem to support each other, yeah. you know, like False Peak Records and yeah. Hubble Di Hoy and um, go. I'm at a at a blank now. Um
0: Last ride, best wishes. yes life yes. layer, life layer. Yeah that's, yeah,
1: that's that's who I was trying to.
0: They're 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 one of the ones that I get off fairly regularly, like buying cassettes and shit. And now I've just started to get uh vinyl and stuff now myself like they're one of the first websites i go check out they've
1: always got their finger on the pulse so
0: speaking of it is payday for (laughs) me too so tonight i'll be looking on all the sites to see what's new yeah and i'll go and pick a couple because and and again like i don't for me it's it's not like if they just release it i want it it's like if it's a good like i'll i'll want it but i will listen to it and i will appreciate whatever it is sort of thing it's not just to have for the collection like i want to listen to these yeah then i'll put them away like won't listen to them all the time because i can listen to them on my phone yeah keep them in decent quality they're cassettes yes you know they're not as they're not as um sturdy Yeah, as as everything else in the world right so you gotta you gotta be protective of some things so hobbies right (laughs) (laughs) yeah well I think we are hitting that point. I'm starting to get the heavy eyes anyway, so yep. <laughs>
2: it's
0: just, just getting worse and worse, isn't it? Um, thank you so much for coming on, and I had a really right. good time. And be sure to check out Team Glasses records uh, online and on Big Cartel, uh, as well as at The Drive Pin, which you can find on Instagram. Do you have a website for it or no?
1: Um, yeah, so it's just on Depop, which is a cool little app it's like um etsy so it's d-e-p-o-p is
0: d-e-p-o-p yeah okay. yep. so
1: you download that app and then you can just search for at the drive pin or you can type in whatever you're looking for you know like yep title fight or something and yeah okay cool it'll yeah bring up anything related to that so cool yeah. all right
0: well i'll download that because i had no idea <laughs> never, never even knew that was a thing. Uh, I would be paying attention. Like I, I use Instagram more than anything to see what's happening. So, like, when me too. Be, I yeah. don't, I
1: don't have Facebook or probably a anything call. else. I don't know. Algori-
0: <laughs> algorithms an asshole. So I, I, I don't use that much. Use it that much anymore. It's probably why, uh, I my my whenever my reach is so shit is because I don't use it so much anymore. Yeah. Like I share something every now and then, but it's like. 20 people saw it i'm like fuckheads i have like 800 <laughs> people following me and you're yeah. telling me you'd only reach 20 like you guys are fucked yeah <laughs> so it, it, it's a bit harder to motivate yourself to use that i mean instagram's still owned by facebook so there's a yeah. there's a r- algorithm there for sure but i get more of a reach from that than i do from facebook
1: yeah we find you that know? as well when we yeah share a release or something like that um yeah not not many people like it or see it on Facebook.
2: Yeah, but
0: it's, it's, it's fucked. Yeah. Unless it's like the biggest talking point in the world at that point. Yeah. Like that's what it all goes to rather than music, right? Yeah. That's just, again, the little guy, right? Yeah. And unless you're a big artist or some shit, it, you won't get the same amount of attention. Anyway, that's just rambling and keeping the fucking podcast <laughs> going, right? Um, yeah, so Depop for At The Drive Pin, Big Cartel. Uh, Bandcamp. So
1: bandcamp
0: for um, Team Glasses. Oh, and t- not Big Cartel.
1: No, bandcamp. Oh, Sorry, get
0: fucking mixed <laughs> up. Yeah. Okay, Retract. Can't do that. Not going to edit. Fuck it. <laughs> team Glasses on Bandcamp. Yes. At the drive pin is still Depop though. Yes. Uh, and you. But also you can have
1: find it all on Instagram.
0: Of course. Yeah. Of course. And then you also have your festival coming up in July. Yep. At July tenth. Yep. And it doesn't have a mark name yet, but calendar. it might. Yep. Yes. Mark it in. And I can't wait to I can't wait for that one. So that'll be awesome. I'm I haven't, i can not remember being to the Triffid, so this is a perfect example for me to go now. Cool so I'm vibes going to there. cool yeah. vibes. Yeah, cool. So I'm I'm stoked with that. We are going to finish off with how many songs did you want to play?
1: Um, so I just got three songs. Oh damn! So one is um, the first one is Regionals. Yes. Um, okay. with Steady Hands from their Teenage Seance EP.
0: Steady Hands. Yep. Yeah, okay. And
1: the second one is Bitter Lakes. The song is Destructive Summer um, from their Untitled EP. Okay. Um, they're both playing that festival. And then the third one is Salt Money, who I mentioned before. Cool. The song is oh Messy Brain from their First Breath EP.
0: Nice. Okay. Well, I'm going to G... The song's up. Yes. And we're going to get ourselves out of here, okay? Awesome. So, again, thank you very much for coming on. Muchly appreciated. Safe travel home, everybody, (laughs) and have a good time, eh?
1: Thank you.
2: Lately I'm hearing something It's drifting in and out of phase Fragments of the conversation From years ago, louder today What have we dragged here that matters now? Got nothing new to talk about I'll let that wake up call ring out I think I can hear something